We there yet? We there yet? The podcast with Rich Kiamko. Ah, that's me. Hi, welcome back to WTY Podcast. We there yet? I'm here live in New York City with Benjamin Wheelwright. Hello. Hi, this is our. This is actually take two. Just to be legit, we actually screwed up the original taping. So <laughs> I'm like pretending I've, I've erased everything that happened, <laughs> all the corrupt files that I erased that happened. I've cor- erased my own memories. So we're just gonna meet for the first time. I like uh, to rehearse things, so rehearsals are good. Oh, that's good, right? Well, actually, <laughs> but what's interesting because uh, uh, Benjamin Wheelwright is starring in the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. That's right. On Broadway, and you are. An alternate. That's right. So uh, the difference between an alternate and an understudy is that you're actually up twice a week. Yeah, guaranteed performances twice a week. Right, which is Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Saturday matinee. Saturday matinee. And it's a multi-Tony award-winning play Mm -hmm. with music and so much crazy physicality. And you have come in to to replace, I guess, the original cast. That's right. So now... Uh, what's interesting, uh, I saw the show and was blown away. I saw the original version and, and the version with you in it, and I still can't get over it. It's two and a half hours nonstop, and you also came in. This is, like, you're from, originally, you were born in? Uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Wow. Western Canada. Wow, so this is like the tropics to you. That's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have electricity. I think there's eight feet of snow in Edmonton right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, here Wow, and we still, you can still get a sunburn in New York City in that's December. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. There's still, I have flowers blooming in the front yard right now. This is so weird. It's beautiful out, yeah. It's great. Uh, we're all going to die, but it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but you had an interesting journey to this, because this is your first time in New York mm-hmm. as an actor. You're How old are you now? I'm 22 years old. So you're 22. Yeah. And now there are millions of actors that come to New York uh, and that are, I don't know, at Shake Shack or s- cater waitering or at some in some cubicle with their soul begging for s- sunlight, much less a spotlight. Mm-hmm. And you have come to America... And you're now in a Tony Award winning role. It sounds quite bizarre. Right? Very grateful. Yeah. yeah. Very fortunate. I mean, yeah. is it, is your, how many weeks have you been doing it now? Uh, I've been doing it for, um, I think, two months now. Because you started October. Yeah, end of September. End of September. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I, I feel somewhat settled into it, finding my groove with it. So, it, it, do you feel the magnitude of what's happened because you're 22 22 years you old s- you came from Canada you weren't you've never been in New York before but that you auditioned remotely mm-hmm. initially yeah How I did auditioned it first in uh, in Toronto you want to hear the story yeah uh, let's start at the very beginning so yeah. I was on a bus from Toronto to Montreal to go to my theater school in Montreal the National Theater School and see the class below me their grad shows while I'm on the bus I get a call from my agent saying hey could you put a, a self-tape audition where you have to shoot it yourself get someone to read the lines opposite and uh, send it their way so I said oh can you get it in this afternoon I said oh geez I'm on a bus right now I don't know if I'll have time but I called up my friend who was at the theater school I said hey could you spare an hour uh, and he said yeah I'd be happy to so we met up we rehearsed it 
you know, kind of the, the scenes that I had to prepare for the audition. I think there were two scenes initially. I uh, didn't have time to really memorize the scene. So what we did is we put um, music stands just below the eyeline of the camera. Uh, and so I was actually reading the... Like, <laughs> like, a, like a low-tech teleprompter. Exactly. It kind of worked for the character because Christopher yeah, has issues sort of making eye contact. Right, fo and focusing. And focusing and on people's faces. So it kind of worked. And so that's what we did for the first audition. That audition got sent out to, um, to the casting directors in here in New York. And then two days after that, I had flown to to uh, London to spend some time with some family over so in the UK. So just unrelated, you just happened Just to happened be, to, right, I right. knew that was sort of the plan was I was gonna leave you know North America and uh, and see see what was going on in London, see theater there, see some family friends and just get a feel for, for what life like, uh, what's life in London is like. So you submitted you're hanging out in the UK. Hang and then yeah. Saw the show. Saw Curious Incident. Happened so you on auditioned West End. before you seen the show. Yeah. Um, you, sent, you submitted. I submitted. Yeah. Okay. But I hadn't seen the show before I submitted. So, uh, so I saw the show. Loved it. Was blown away by it. And then two days later, they said, "Yeah, they really loved your self tape. <laughs> they would like you to audition for it." Wait. I said, "Hang on, I hang on. I'm on the other side of the Atlantic. I can't just fly back to New York." And they said, "Oh, okay. What we'll do is we'll organize a one-on-one -on -one audition for you at the National Theater where the show originated, uh, at the <laughs> National Theater." So, you know, I'm, I'm four days landed in in London, and already I'm at the National Theater auditioning in a studio there. And there's pictures of you know black and white photos of Dame Judi Dench and Helen Mirren auditioning, and I'm in the mecca of. <laughs> of English theater and I'm <laughs> freaking out. I'm just, you know, coming over jet lag. And you, you know. were alone? Were you with other people or what were you? Uh, I was staying with family friends, but okay. this, I was. So you had some sort of like ground. That's right. Yeah. So it wasn't like you're just sitting in some random hotel room. I guess I'll go audition now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I had, I had uh, some support, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So did this audition. That audition was also filmed, sent to the creatives in New York. A couple days later, uh, get on this plane, come to New York, audition for it. Wow. Yeah. So Wow. And then you you auditioned came here four days, two day audition process. The first call you meet you do, you know, seven scenes, prepared scenes, what they call sides, where you learn right, right, learn right. the scenes. Um, there's the producers, the casting directors, the director sat across this table, you're nervous as all hell, you know, and then you do it. The second day was a movement call with the choreographer for the show. As you said, there's right. it's a very physical because show. It, it is it is like I almost feel like it's like the theatrical embodiment of the Matrix <laughs> because there's so many things, but everyone, I mean, you, but you see all the little wires. It's like everybody lifts you and throws you around and there is a rat floating in space. Spoiler alert, there's like a mouse in space and you're chasing it. Through. I mean, it's incredible what they create in the space alone, just physically. So I just think you have to have like five kinds of like ways to evaluate you because it's not just your acting. It's like, can he physically achieve this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean are, when you audition for the physical part were they having you do some combinations with an ensemble yep yeah um, oh at that point it was down to five Christophers and we were all auditioning together so we were in the movement call together lifting each other oh each other yeah and it wasn't necessarily choreography from the show but they it's what we, we call building blocks so to see if you could throw yourself into a, a group of people and trust uh, yeah like a trust leap exactly yeah but you know imagine you're auditioning like ah fuck this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're canadian that would look kind. bad on you yeah, yeah. i wouldn't do that i'm canadian you know but, but you have to show you're also a good ensemble mm -hmm. team player i mean yeah know. yeah yeah <laughs> that, was, that was that was evil <laughs> So then you did that, the group, uh, the, the movement audition, and mm -hmm. then and then how long? 
uh, waiting to to yeah. to find out. It was uh, close to a month. <laughs> no, and wait. So you you do it. You do this two stage process. So there's already two forty eight hours where your adrenaline is just on. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're done, do you get anything from your agent that says, "Hey, they're interested," or just like just complete silence? Um, there were many sleepless nights. With mornings of calling my agent, have you heard anything? And they said, no news is good news, Ben. You know, just, um, you know, just. <laughs> but I feel like you're. By that time, I had flown back to London and I was seeing theater and seeing, meeting a bunch of great people there. So, you know, I had a, a good distraction. So you were but it was still a month. You were immersing. Immerse, there was an immersion of like the rest of the world and the rest of your life in case it didn't happen. You have to sort of do something, right? Exactly. Yeah. Get my mind off now, of it. So yeah. at some point, did you forget that it had happened? Did no. you like block it out? You're just like, it was just sort of a low level. I, I yeah, I actively tried to maybe block it out of my mind. So, so I it wasn't like when someone came out to you, it was like click, around it wasn't like clicking the screen on an overloaded computer and you get that spinning rainbow ball. Like you were still somewhat present, but there was like maybe a little thing in your head like Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely have to figure out a way in this industry to, you know, do it, be present for the audition, do the best you can and then figure out a way to forget about it because if you don't, then you run yourself in circles and you become insane. So <laughs> you know <laughs> And I'm, you know, still getting used to that. So, but that's something that I, I learned. Uh, a I don't lot think it ever goes it. away, right? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the idea of we there yet is like, are we there? Like, what we always feel like the next thing is the thing. I mean, for many people, we there yet means I want to be on Broadway in a Tony Award-winning show. Like now you're there. Like now, now what? I mean, you're doing it. Do you are you in a space now? Because you've never even lived in New York, so you had to just learn to how to live here and how to commute That's on right. a subway to get to the theater. Actually, on the way here, um, two people asked me for directions, and I didn't have to consult the Google. So <laughs> I, I I took that as a, a milestone. Of, I, I feel I feel you've assimilated. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, I feel. Uh, so like you gave I know them the directions. You tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. New Yorkers don't do it. You f have you found no. New Yorkers to be kind? And Compared to London, people here are amazing. I was setting up my place at Bed Bath and Beyond. My credit card wouldn't work because they thought it was fraudulent because I was traveling all over the world. So they canceled my card. I had so many things on the on the on the conveyor belt at Bed Bath and Beyond. I said, I I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go up and make a phone call. And they're like, Oh, don't worry about it. We'll hold your stuff here. And then you know, there's like 20 people behind me waiting. <laughs> I go up, I call the bank. They can't. They don't cancel my card anymore. I go back down. I pay for it. People are still waiting behind me. I no, thought, that is such good cr customer service. Right, it's amazing. What about <laughs> the, the the New Yorkers? Do they do they go? Oh well, love and light. Enjoy your journey. Welcome to New York. I'm sure some of them moved to other lines and said, "Oh, <laughs> fuck this guy." But you know, for the most part, everyone was fine, and the lady helping me was just totally cool with it. So wow. <laughs> yeah. And 20% yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bring those coupons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she gave me 20 bucks. You know. <laughs> wow. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. No, okay, no. that would be amazing customer. Right, that was that was uh, that was subtext. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think letting you make a phone call was like giving you twenty bucks. Yeah, no, yeah, that was was, was yeah. that down here on Eighteenth and Sixth Avenue at that Bed Bath Beyond, or where where were you? Oh, uh, it was the one underground I, uh, by um by um the Lincoln Center one, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I just that's a regional. That's a little regional aside. <laughs> but uh, wow. So now, it, your actual process of becoming this role was different than most actors because you since you're the I mean explain the process yeah it wasn't, so it was it a six long. six week audition process or sorry rehearsal process but what it was was because I'm the alternate I had to learn the show by watching the other guy playing Christopher up on his feet working with the directors and me on the other side of the table taking notes taking videos just learning the show through him oh so you could also take videos I could yeah of certain movement sections you know all the train set up in the right, first act right, right. no spoiler alert there right. there's a train <laughs> there's a train there's a train <laughs> right. but yeah so I would take videos to 
is you know the placement of where the where the tracks. Because there's so much. I mean, there's so much that. I mean, just physically to remember. Mm-hmm. And if you're not so. And then on top of that, the whole stage is like a big black graph. So the whole stage looks the same. So right. it's, it's you just know, a grid. It's a grid. And it's actually pretty easy to know the choreography because it would literally literally be uh, move from A to to B6, you know? Right. Like, now, do they, do are the, is the grid on stage? So there's a, there's a technical thing where you're drawing on the ground and the stage mm-hmm. is projecting something that's happening on the ground. Now, that's not an actual, like, touchpad floor no no So you have to rehearse whatever they've shot previously that's right and it's all um time to the sound cue of chalk being drawn so so you have to you really have to be listening yeah they sent us home with recordings of the chalk cue so i there were many nights when i went to bed listening to that so i would wake up and have it somewhere you know in there (laughs) Chalk (laughs) yeah yeah. now people have to just see the show to to, to like witness the technical finesse of listening to the to the chalk cue now (laughs) But on stage, you don't. There's no markings other than the grid. It's not like it says, you know, battleship like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. One, two. It's just a grid, mm-hmm. and you have to remember. Like, there's a oh god, the uh, just the setup of the train. There's a train. Spoiler alert! But yeah. like, you have to assemble, and you're pulling out open all these random, seemingly random doors on the sides of the stage. Are you op- Are those the same sequence you open from these panels that appear? Every uh, night? Yeah, it's the same sequence. But yeah. p- are there people handing you stuff there, or is it all just lined up? Uh, uh, the magic of theater, I will not say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to ask union people that are back there, and they can't answer either. You have yeah, to yeah. <laughs> it's because it's just ridiculous, the amount of things that are happening mm. on stage. In a, I mean, just the acting, to embody this character who um, it has some type of, it's not spelled out, but there's some mental challenges or some the way this character processes the the world is different than everyone else in the story. Yeah, he has a brilliant mind. He loves maths. He loves sciences. He can't, you know, his food on his plate can't touch. He really doesn't like the color yellow, brown. So he's a very particular mind. Right, right. It's hard to get into. It really is because I've, you know, I'm I'm not of that way at all. You know, I'm very um, comfortable with with traveling the world and taking trains and and fi- figuring out. And where you to like go the color and, yellow. And I like the color mm, yellow, not so much. Brown, <laughs> earth tones. Yeah. Earth tones. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, so getting into the mind of Christopher, someone who's on the spectrum, it's quite, it's a challenge. So there is a, a sort of controversy too of some people are like so excited that it exists and this type of person is addressed. And then there are others that are like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a community of actors who are on the spectrum and um, they've spoken out about an actor playing Christopher who's not. On the spectrum, I'm I'm really not sure about the conversation that's going on around that, but I know it's out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's also, I think you were saying that the once a year, they do a special performance. Is it of yeah. this show or of, of all shows on Broadway? Um, most shows on Broadway do what is called a soft show, where all the lighting cues, sound cues are sort of um, d- dulled down, I guess, uh, slowed down. Uh, the house lights are never fully out. And what that means is that people... Families with with children on the spectrum can come to these shows, um, and 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 the, I guess the parents aren't fearful that if they were to act out, it would ruin uh, other audience members' experience of the show right, because everyone's right. invited. It's a very safe space. It's a safe space, and uh, yeah, we we do that. I think uh, maybe twice. I'm not sure. Twice a year, I think. Uh, soft shows, yeah, and we wow. haven't done it yet, so I'm not sure. But I'm really curious. Right, because especially of for that that this since the the uh, material you cover, it would be interesting to be like, hey, that's me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that happened last year. Parents and children were v- very uh, elated that you know they were seeing themselves up on stage. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Now, related. I'm not sure. Everything full well, of emotion. I'm there's sure. There's a full spectrum. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> feelings, identification. Um, now, as a child, I just want to kind of get into because there's no, you know, I know I, I deal with lots of different performers or entertainers and people that get to a certain level of excellence. I always feel like there's some skeleton or some, I mean, as a comedian, I know that I have plenty of baggage because I wouldn't be standing around trying to get drunk people to love me in a random bar or club if I hadn't had like some need as a kid. Like, but when you were very young, you, well, how old are you? Your parents asked you what you wanted to be and you were very young when you. W That's right. I started acting when I was uh, nine years old. And that was because you wanted to? Yeah, I went to a performing arts high school and they were always in contact with the, the regional theater, the Citadel Theater and the university and they so were always asking for kids. So nine years old, you were already going to the high school? Oh, uh, no. How yeah, it was a kindergarten to grade 12 school. So I spent oh, 13 years okay. at this performing arts high school in Edmonton and um, started acting at the regional house at, in, in, you know, in the Christmas uh, Christmas Carol and, and Sound of Music and Oliver. Uh, and so I, I sort of grew up with this with uh, with this theater company and my parents throughout it all were very, very supportive. Um, so they were like, just do whatever you want to do. Or as long as I got an 80 percent average, which I totally maybe just got, you know, they were okay 80%? with 80 percent. Wow. That's like. You know, I come from like the A minus is death right. family. Right. So right. it's like eighty percent like, oh, that's like living under the intellectual poverty line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's still fine, but it's amazing that and now did your parents what were their backgrounds? Did they have arts in their Yeah, family? my mom my mom did community theater growing up and um she's from North Wales. So she she grew up doing community panto. Um and my father, he he was uh, an actor as well. Um, oh my god. Yeah, and a sound designer and a pianist. So he has an arts So they must too. be like blown away. Like do they are they like just in tears or Yeah, they they uh, my mom saw the show with my grandmother from North Wales. She flew over um to see the show maybe 2 months ago now and uh, had read the show, uh, read the book many times, watched a bunch of Woody Allen films and Sex in the City, you know, to prepare herself for the big city. And <laughs> <laughs> I love and that she read books and watched Sex in the City yeah. and Woody Allen to prepare for New York. Yeah. yeah. Like it's sort of his interesting CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she mugged herself, she maced herself once just to really feel <laughs> connected. So, yeah, so they came and then they were. Very, uh, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so Canadian. It was lovely. It was lovely. We had a great, great time. <laughs> a. A. <laughs> Pardon my health care. <laughs> wow. Now. Uh, so, yeah, no, no, no skeleton in the no closet. You know, you know, like, but it sounds like also that because, you know, a lot of people have to kick and scream and fight and run away from home to, to go into theater. Or mm -hmm. any kind of performing, and in this case, it was like, okay, honey, well, how did that audition go? Or how, you know, did they did they rehearse with you at home? Was it sort of a von no, trap feeling, or was no, it more just? It, it was really my own thing. My parents never really pushed me towards it, or even sort of helped me in any way. I don't think like, like they never ran lines with me. You know, oh. I, it was it was very much my thing. It was very. I was an only child. Um, okay. growing up for most of my life until um, about high school when my stepsisters, they moved in. Um, so, you know, I, it was, yeah, it was very much a solitary activity. It was just my thing that I, I loved doing and, and did it wow. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so now, I mean, you have your, 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 your day is like, Basically, it's because it's ex you do it's a two and a half hour performance, mm -hmm. and you're on. I mean, it's not just I'm just reciting. I mean, it's physically 
grueling. I mean, you're you're drenched at the end of two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I did a show last night, and I feel like I'm just coming to. Right, <laughs> right. I feel like you have to just hit the shower. As soon as you hit this, when you take your bow, you just go into this, like, the shower, like the, the, yeah. the car wash. We have to go through this whole thing, a process of, like, cleansing and, and purging yourself of that exhaustion. Yeah, I'm figuring out a, a safe and healthy way to let go of the show after, and it's really just me sitting down for at least five minutes and not doing anything, just decompressing and letting everything that just happened sink in because really it is two and a half hours. Once I set foot on that stage at the beginning of the show, I don't get to leave. It's right. I'm, I'm trapped in this, in this graph box, you know, right. and right. it's, uh, it's, I'm learning a, a lot about that sort of stamina that is required for this type of show and, and driving, you know, two thirds of it, setting the pace of it, speaking most of it. It's uh, it's quite a, quite a, an actor's workout. I'm right. Really, really fortunate at this age to be able to sink my teeth into something this, you know, uh, this amazing in, in all voice, body, movement, every right. aspect right. of I mean, it's like, it's, like you're, it's yeah. like you're doing a theater decathlon. Exactly. But That's all what it feels of, like, all yeah. of the events at the same time. You're going to do javelin and swimming at the same time. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. You know, you, <laughs> there's no like, and we will now pause between That's heats. right. Yeah, there's you're, a moment where I'm like crunched, you know, in this certain body position, but I'm still, you know, rattling off a, a monologue right, at the same time. Right, right, right. And I think it, I, I do see at certain points, you do get a sip of some sort of drink as part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be like 300 gallons coming in. Because like, yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. Just I'm exhausted physically and emotionally mm-hmm. throughout the show just watching yeah. what you're doing. I mean, it's a great showcase to... For some, you know, I'm sure there are casting people that are looking at you and they're like, "Oh my God, the lottery!" Because mm. it's you. They see so many aspects of who and what you can do. I, I, I don't know. It's you're. It's it's you're only dark once a week, right? On Mondays, yeah. Right, but you're still you, even though you have two shows that you're actually performing, you have to be there. I'm there every day just in case something happens. So I'm. I, I warm Has it up happened with the cast. yet? With him, it hasn't. No, no, it hasn't. Okay. Th- uh, thankfully, but um. And it hasn't happened with you, where no. What happens? To, I mean, is that would be pretty funny. No, Tyler. You know, I've had two, three days off. I can't do the show, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but God forbid something happens where you know I yeah. don't know laryngitis. Or I ac- yeah, I pulled uh, something in my neck the other day, but uh, you know, you, you can't. You can't. Do they uh, have like have ro- an on-site like holistic like a uh, acupuncturist or massage therapist? On site. Yeah, we have a physical therapist. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Because you need that. I mean, and the, but the, also the whole the whole cast is physically like because they're all creating i mean you're the one that's like the the first i think the first maybe i'm wrong but the first moment of your to display the physical demands is you just jump Mm. into the air and they all catch you yeah or x amount of people on stage catch you and then it just goes from there that's right yeah the 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 show is very much based in christopher's mind and the other people who are doing most of the lifting we call them brain microbes so if christopher wants to fly to jupiter all he has to do is leap into the unknown and and people catch him and and right yeah and then he flies off yeah it's like an improv it's like a physical improv class. Okay, I'm now going to be in space. Boom. I need a rat. Okay, there's a rat. It's <laughs> definitely not improv, though. Everything is right, uh, right, <laughs> everything right. is rehearsed to a T. So. There's no way you could improvise that. It's mm. so, but it's interesting to watch because it, it, you're just watching for like metaphorically the next step to appear. But at some point, spoiler alert, steps appear and you're like disappearing into the ceiling of the mm. theater. I mean, it's insane the mm. amount of, I mean, it's great. It's, it's, 
but it's also just the audience has no idea how many things are going to pop out of this abyss of you know it's just a big black box and suddenly this next thing happens yeah i think it's a really great show that marries the the production huge production elements with the w- with the with the projection but also very simple storytelling elements right and and it has a nice balance between both of those yeah right i mean there's also just the story alone is like uh another world going to another galaxy but then you add this whole other kind of theatrical physical things it's 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 amazing i mean fuck all these awards and it it, but it takes you know such such chops to make that happen um another question was there a moment somewhere along the way to this that you were like is this was it always what you wanted to do was there a moment of like "Mm." um did you ever you know, wait tables? Did you have to wait tables? You're 22. I did. I did. Actually, yeah, to be honest, last year I was I was in Toronto and I was just out of theater school. And I think anyone who goes to drama school can attest to this, the sense of, you know, a, going through a w- withdrawal period. You know, you're in a certain class with 10 other people for three years. And then once you graduate, that support system and that way of living and that schedule for lack of a better term, is just taken away from you. And there's a, there's a period where you, you sort of feel like you're free-falling. And that was very much my story last year. I was waiting tables. I was working at a theater cafe, serving other actors, you know, wanting to be the actor getting served. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. I, you know, I was, I so was, a, I was a bartender, you know. But And, uh, and then uh, throughout the year, I was auditioning for casting directors, meeting people in Toronto. And, um, yeah, I'll say it was it was very much the an introduction to the patience that you need in this business that was last year mm. and then you know an audition like this comes along you d- as I said you just have to do it as best as you can forget about it and then a month later you find out that you actually have booked it you know and then so a month later you're on Broadway and Tony where would you play you yeah, know everyone I mean I mean that story. very earnestly I just it's it's amazing how how things can change very quickly right and, and I'm I'm just along for the ride really right I mean was there a moment of tears or of like, have you felt like what's happening? I mean, it's, yeah, I think, you know, maybe three weeks ago we sat down and talked and I was, you know, just sort of having the time, the breath of realizing where I'm at right now. And uh, it was very overwhelming, I think. Um, And now it's still very overwhelming, but now I just feel like I'm learning how to be in New York and not be a tourist. I'm learning that, you know, the regiment and the, and the, and the, and the, and the pace in which the city you, you need to, live in to stay sane so you're not always you know going out and and seeing the sights and draining yourself you you, right. need, you need to sort of hold back and reserve and especially if you're doing a show you need to know that it's okay just to go home and watch Netflix and go to bed instead <laughs> of going to an art <laughs> gallery with you know uh, you right. know you know what I mean yeah right so I'm learning how to pace myself within the city and I think th- yeah that's been a huge uh, as- aside from learning the show it's been Right, you're learning just how um, to live here. Uh, yeah, learning how to be. It'd be an different actor, if you were yeah. doing a show in Toronto. You're like, well, I already live here, as so I don't know what I'm doing. You, know, yeah. you have to like, just moving to New York itself is a whole job. Exactly. And, and learning how to make it make sense and not either, you know, break down or isolate or I mean, mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of isolation you need to do just to like conserve energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find know? people, you know, walking down the street and they kind of look like zombies. But now I understand that it's just <laughs> like if you were to take in everything, you would be so overstimulated that you would end up like Christopher in the show. Just like <laughs> you need that sense of I'm in my own world. I'm not looking at you, not because I'm impolite, but just because I need the, the sanity. Some sort of focus. <laughs> if you just, yeah, it'd be like I have to record every, it'd be like taking selfies, three billion of them per second. Like everything's happening around me. What do you selectively yeah. focus on? And what do you selectively ignore? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you're here now for a, is it a one year contract or that's right with a possible extension with a possible extension because also you're not a citizen so there's a whole process like it'd be me immigrants are a hot topic right now yeah I don't know if we should get <laughs> yeah, into imagine that imagine Donald Trump making a wall <laughs> around Broadway <laughs> <laughs> oh God uh, but it is a chance but I guess in your case it's so clear that you have an expert, a very specific expertise, and they chose you over. Were there other international <laughs> people auditioning? Were you the only Canadian or uh, only? I believe I was the only Canadian who was in the final round of auditions. So when the five Christophers were auditioning together, I was the only one from Canada. But I'm not sure how many um, submissions they got from around the world. I'm not r really sure. I assume perhaps a lot. I'm not sure. I don't know. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I wasn't on that end of it. I was right, the one right. freaking out and <laughs> you were just flying all over the world. To but you also were to sitting to in the UK. You were sitting in London. I guess you were on a train when they finally called. The call That's came. right. Yeah, I was on a, a train from North Wales after visiting my grandmother. And um, they, I got a call and I was on the train. And uh, just as I said, hey, we have some good news. They would like, and then it cut out because we <laughs> went under a tunnel. <laughs> and so I quickly had to call them back on my burner phone. And, uh, you know, th the reception was horrible. And uh, finally got a hold of my agent again. And then, uh, they, yeah, they, they said... Um, they'd like to offer you the part and you know the world is whizzing by and you know you just become dizzy and it, it was pretty great right right really you're like sensation. i'm sorry could you repeat that one more time yeah i just want to be sure can you text that to me on my burner phone i want to mm. be sure i'm hearing you <laughs> it's amazing hmm. what what's so what's the what's next i mean this is an incredible th this is an incredible thing yeah we alone. there yet what's next what, yet? what's I don't what's know. what what would be like what's on your wish like I, i've met other People like they put on their their vision board or their wish list like I want to be on Letterman or I want to be on blah 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 and so one of them had been on Letterman and every major blah 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 and then you had to figure out what to do I mean you, what's next what would you like like what's what's if I gave you a magic wand and you went what would I what would you love to do you know I'm a huge fan of the Graham Norton show and if I get on the Graham Norton show and interviewed by him that would be <laughs> I would love that I think he that's the funnest show on late night television. You know, um, but uh, in, in, in to answer that question, I think it's just to be the best that you can be and not like strive for, you know, specific f opportunities because, you know, my story goes that you, you never know what's going to come. Right. It wasn't you know, like so you, you said you, you were how old you were like eight or nine when you said I want a Tony. What did you say? You yeah. Yeah. I definitely, you know, at nine years old was uh, I think it was the, the soundtrack of, of the producers that I was playing constantly. And I had it in my mind that I was going <laughs> to win a Tony. And I told my mom that when I was nine years old, yeah. You said, Mom, what did you say? <laughs> mom, I'm going to win a Tony. And what did your mom say? She, she said, okay, honey, yeah. <laughs> Go to sleep now. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Enjoy your health care. Now go to bed, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Here's some maple syrup before bed. <laughs> right. Do you, did you have maple syrup before bed? No. That's no. like the Canadian cod liver oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just full, dis full disclosure, I, my, my, my husband, my partner is Canadian and is related to you. And that's right. Like, I guess what we're cousin. I mean, your cousin-in-law. Mm, yeah, I think he's my grandfather's cousin. So I don't know what that means. I think it's cousin one first cousin once or, or cousin once. I don't know. I'm really bad at these things. Yeah. yeah it's sure. like he, he knows all, you know, yeah. the Lord and lady Duchess Duke of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I would just say lovely. The colony is thriving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then how is it with the cast? Like how, because they, the rest of the cast has, is the original cast from the first? Yeah, th I think the cast is split. The cast is split half and half. Original Broadway cast and uh, 
Oh, so there's other people that are new. Yeah, the the is the mother is the mother still the original mother? The mother's original. The woman who plays the teacher, the old lady, Mrs. Alexander, um, the two Christophers, and the father were all new. And I think it was necessary. It's very much a system that's based in the UK of five actors replacing at one time. I think in on Broadway, it's usually one at a time. People get switched out, but because the show originated in London, they sort of went off that system but it makes makes sense because the show everyone sort of has to be on the same page so right, it right. works that we you started want, on the same you page. also want to sort of sort of train each clump because it's because it's such an ensemble mm-hmm. and it was helpful that all, most of the people who were doing all the movements and the lifting they were the original cast so they were oh, really helpful when okay. we got in there because they knew you know had done it so much that they could tell us little tricks or right, uh, right. How, to, how to do it you know how to get it in your bones a bit quicker right right it was super helpful and i've i've learned so much from you know watching the actors who started with me and also the actors who've done 500 shows, you know, it's just, oh um, you know, just by watching the other people in the cast, it's phenomenal. Like, right. Yeah. Learning so, so much by watching. I mean, how them. did you, cause in, in your preparation, you didn't have six months of rehearsing with the director. Six weeks. Yeah. Or six weeks. I'm sorry. Six mm-hmm. months. Felt like six months watching that. You're, you're, the yeah. anticipation and sitting there going, okay, how many times did you actually get to get on stage and rehearse yourself that's right yeah. before you had to go up and do your your thing because yeah. you still have to perform once we hit that that the opening you're going to perform on the fourth or fifth on the wednesday of that whatever mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. saturday you know yeah so once once the other christopher tyler he was up on his feet he had about two weeks of doing every single show and in that time i was doing what they call the put-in so i had maybe four four or five days on my feet um, to, to learn the show with the lights, with the sound, with the props. And then after the, those days, I think I had two runs. Um, after those two runs, I was in front of an audience, which was, you know, it was very, very quick. No time to get nervous, you know, and you just had to, right. had I mean, to trust the process. And actually, I was fortunate. The guy who was the alternate last year with the original Broadway cast, I don't think he had even run the show once and he was in front of an audience. Like, that's... That's how it how it can. You wow. Know, yeah. That's so you're just like okay, okay. So you saw it. You you saw him market. He, he was doing it. Okay, okay. Yours. Go ahead. Two hour, two and a half hours. Yeah. You it. really have to just trust the process and surrender to it and know that it's all going to work out. Even if you have your own mini freakouts at home, it's it's really important not to bring that you know nervous energy into the room because it's not productive. You know, you just have to. Okay, I'm in this. I'm in this position. I just have to be as as confident in myself to know that it's going to work out, and. It did. I didn't. The show didn't stop. I so didn't. So, what do you do to <laughs> what do you do to mentally, like, stay? Gra- I mean, because like that's like you've never done it before, and somehow you're like, okay, I haven't really, re- I haven't really rehearsed this show mm-hmm. on my feet with the whole ensemble. Well, okay, let's. Do you just are you able to just block out and just like hyper focus, or there is there just like a voice comes in your head and like, okay, and then like, what's what's your process? Um, that's a that's a. There's many different things that I've done at theater school. They give you so many tools. And I feel like it's just sort of a, a smorgasbord of things that you do. So it's hard to pinpoint one thing, but I firmly believe in, in visu- uh, visualization. Mm-hmm. And if you can visualize yourself on stage acting with these people, then I think it's easier to sort of mentally prepare yourself right. for when you actually do it. And then how do you, like, what, what keeps you going for your bigger journey? Like, I think you mentioned The Alchemist. Uh, yeah, so um, Alex Sharp, um, the guy who originated the part on Broadway, he gave me a book called The Alchemist. Actually, I'll, I'll jump into this story. It's kind of 
I think it gives, I like telling it and it sends shivers down my spine. So um, The Alchemist, I don't know if you've read it. Well, it's I don't funny know if your listeners have read I it. When I first it's met you, that, uh, when, when we first did the original tape that disappeared into the abyss, which mm. is probably not an accident, but <laughs> you mentioned The Alchemist and I'm like, oh my God, I just pulled that off my desk out of a, it was like buried. I was decluttering uh, right before right. you came. I want to clean this place out before ben gets, Benjamin gets here. And I'm like, oh, I love this book. Okay, I put this aside. And then I threw out and put away everything else. And I'm like, and then you mentioned the book. I'm like, oh my God, where did I put the, I was looking, I can't find it. It appeared and it disappeared, but you had mentioned it the same day I found it. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's the start of this serendip- serendipitous story. So when I saw the show in London, there was a girl sitting next to me from Amsterdam. And I told her that I was, you know, in visiting Europe. And she said, oh, if you ever happen to be in Amsterdam, uh, it'll be great. I'll show you around. We got to talking. She's a part of theater. She's a theater director in Amsterdam. And she said, hey, I could really see you in this part. And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. And, you know, <laughs> I got her contact information. And when I did book it, I emailed her. Oh I said, God. I got it. I got it. So there was that coincidence what did she say um, she said of course it's alchemist. She, oh she said amazing amazing that's fantastic that i was you know there when you first saw the show you know it was kind of a beautiful moment wow but what's even weirder is that when i was in grade 11 um we had a guy come in from broadway he was working actually on the west end uh, he was working on hairspray and he came to my high school in grade 11 to give a workshop on what it is to be a replacement cast on broadway and how that um rehearsal process goes that you know you're learning blocking that's already been set and how to find your own way with it and you know how to hit the marks like it's been done before you know so he gave a workshop on this and uh you know i didn't think anything of it i loved it it was great and uh, you know but it was you know it's just a, a weekend thing so i go back to edmonton after l- london and that that and workshop I recon- was how old were you when that workshop happened? 16 I guess, yeah 16 okay. and i reconnect with my high school drama teacher because i'm back at the at my high school at the performing arts high school using the studios to start learning the lines of the show and just use the space there cuz actually some advice if you have the facilities like a studio and you don't have to pay for it, jump on it and use it because you don't know how expensive those are when you get out of school. (laughs) So if you're at a performing arts high school, use the room, take the time, you know, trap yourself in the room, work on monologues, whatever you can. Theater's a funny thing. You think you always need a bunch of people there to do it, but really as long as you can get your mouth around some text and words and keep exercising that muscle, that's the best advice that I received and I'll, I'll just right. pass that on right now. Anyway, so I'm in this, uh, I reconnect with my high school drama teacher and he said, oh, you're working with uh, the guy who came, the guy, the, the associate director of Curious Incident is that same guy who came to give the workshop when I was 16. Oh my God, about hairspray. Uh, hair yeah, yeah, and the hair, you know, the hair stood up on the back of my neck. I thought, oh man, how... The coincidence of that is just nutty. Oh my God! So we were able to tell her like, "Hey, you came to my <laughs> high school." When I yeah, so yeah. When I, the first day of rehearsal, or? I told him the story, and he said, "Oh my God!" You know, his jaw dropped, and it's just funny how, you know, w- people can pop back up in your life in the weirdest ways. You know. <laughs> wow, wow. What would you? What What would like for other young aspiring or older aspiring actors or performers? What What are your key? What would be your key advice? Um. In your ripe old age of 22. <laughs> yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Um, well, it's really just that. It's just to be as good as you can to people and, and to really, yeah, just to be good to people because you never know how they're going to pop back up in your life in what form when they when they do. Um, yeah, and just, just be, uh, yeah, just always just try to do the best. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, know. no, you're, sh- it's, inter- you're, you're, uh, your energy is so uh, authentic. I'm almost like, 
then I'm like, but you know, I, I've met other Canadians before. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but it is, it is, your your the energy you embody is so sincere and, and and kind. I don't know where, where someone meeting you would not feel like, oh, he seems like a really good like. Because sometimes you meet someone. I mean, you're in New York now. You meet people that might, you might feel a little weird energy with them or something. And here it's like, ah, I want to work with him. He's workable. He's kind. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, obviously, yeah. you don't need my help. Uh, what would what are what are some other things you'd like to get into? Because you're doing live theater now. Are there any? Would you like to do movies? Would you like to do TV? What? Yeah, I haven't done a lot of that. Um, are there things that you like? What's out there now that you like? Would you love to? Oh God, um, Star Wars. I would love to be a part of Star Wars. I'm watching it. You know, getting ready for December 18th. Oh my God! I so are it. you watching? Are you able to watch everything before it? Do you catch re re? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did the whole marathon. It's great. I'm like, so now where did you, do you, did you just download or what? Nef- uh, can no, you Netflix anything? I bought it l- very legally on iTunes for, no, I streamed it online. <laughs> you streamed it, but there's no, oh, this is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak English. I don't know about how you found that. Because there are people that are going to camp out at like 1 a.m. I don't I think I'll do that. I d- no, I think I've missed the opportunity. I think tickets are sold out oh. for, you know, at least two years after the movie opens on December 18th. So Wow, <laughs> are they? I mean, but Not there was. Not two years, but a long no, time. No, but I did look. I w- looked online. It was maybe a week. It was Thanksgiving weekend, I was like looking, and there are, there are certain theaters that you can buy the marathon ticket. Is that right? And you could, but who who could sit there from one a.m. until like eighteen hours later mm. or twenty hours? La- I mean, <laughs> have you heard of cocaine? I think. <laughs> <laughs> but watching Star Wars on cocaine, you'd be like flying through the Death Star. <laughs> you wouldn't even notice the Death Star at that yeah. point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could see you. That would be great. Well, yeah. are there are there more? We could t- well, I think there is a possibility that since you're on Broadway, J.J. Abrams probably knows you exist. No. No? no. Really? No, I don't know. Who's I to say? Know. I don't know. But um, Or Spielberg. Yeah. Dear Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the question originally? Oh, is this what else? What What's else? What else? Like what else? I, re- I really don't know. I'd, I haven't done a lot of film. Love to get into that medium. I love... I love it. Um, love watching it. Really inspired by a lot of films. So, but I haven't, you know, I, I've done a couple of indie films, but that's only like a weekend at a time or a right. day at a time. So it's really hard to find your like groove with it and y- you know how to learn it. But it's a c- completely different sense of you know we're talking about stamina of this show. But you know you're on set for 12 hours, but you're only working for maybe 45 minutes. You know, so it's a certain sort of stamina that you have to have to right. you have keep to your head you in have the game. You have yeah. to sort of be in the game, but sit on the bench, and then when you need to get in, yeah, yeah, like Just completely explode into whatever you know, completely fill what you need to fill. Yeah, yeah. And then go back and sit for another six hours or something. It's quite tricky. Yeah, I haven't yeah. figured out how to do that. Yeah, right. and also you know shooting out of order and trying to figure out a character's arc but you're shooting the second last scene first you know what i mean right right how to map that out before you get on set so you know where where the energy of the character is at right where you're emotionally emotionally like oh you're dying that's what i find most sort of imagine doing the the death scene with a loved one and then the next thing you do is like you're just about to meet them (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) are there any were there any people uh when you were growing up that that really inspired you to follow this because mm-hmm. I imagine well I guess you're in a you were in a performing arts high school mm-hmm. so were there key people there were shout outs to people are they still alive are you able to tell them what happened totally what? yeah yeah so as I said that this the school that I was at was a kindergarten to grade 12 school which is quite amazing because you have 
kindergarten students, grade one students in the same hallway as high school students. Wow. You know, and that, that does something. You know, you see the potential r- very early on, you know, y- y- and uh, y- you're seeing their shows and, you, you know, you, you're inspired by these older wow. students. And, you know, at the age of, you know, in grade three, you think they're, you know, gods because, you know, they and stand you, much taller than you. Right. And then, you know, but then and then you're in the position of being in grade 12 at the same school. Like uh, and 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 then you see this, you know, the, the grade threes walking down the hall and you're like, I, w- I was that kid. You know, it's just kind of a beautiful way to do high school. It's quite rare, I think. So those people who I looked up to in high school, they're still in the community that I'm working uh-huh. in, in, in Canada, S- you know, and, and they still inspire me. But now I just feel like I've, you know, I've grown up with them, even though I was many years younger than with them, uh, than them. I'm, I'm still around them. And right. So, right. but I guess also, also just witnessing when you're that young, you're going to witness someone that you think is a, uh, a theater God. And then like the next week you're all walking in the hallway in school and you have still have to do homework, but you're still like, I mean, I guess you would see some of them. What would it be like? You see like, Oh my God, you were just so-and-so on stage and now you're doing math. Th- that's <laughs> right. And actually you get the similar sensation on Broadway. You see these amazing actors on stage and then they come out of stage door and then they walk away and then there's just another person in the crowd. It's a beautiful sensation to see that. Right, right. They just yeah. return to the pile. They of just return to the millions of other people in the city. Yeah, <laughs> even though they were just, you know, shaking your soul on stage. Right. It is interesting yeah. to watch the cast leave and like, oh, I guess they just walk. <laughs> it's not yeah. like you know, the, the the stage door opens and then they just levitate out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, <laughs> just okay. I guess I have to get the subway. You have to go. You have to go eat. You've got like a break for. Uh, yeah, yeah. For yeah. whatever, fifty forty-five. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then also, I was working at the the regional house, and I met a bunch of actors there who w- were very, very influential and set me on this path from a very young age. And they all studied at, most of them studied at the National Theatre School of Canada, which is where I ended up studying. So from an early age, I knew that that was a place that I wanted to eventually go because I was inspired by these people who had gone to the same place. So right. that path was already sort of. Uh, paved for me. So there yeah. was there was some kind of tribe or some sort of like the community is very small. So you're you know you're around these people constantly. So yeah, it is a bit of a tribe. And and uh, have they and have any of them one big incestuous family really? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, because you're all in it. You're all like yeah, yeah. You're all you all have the same similar wish list. And then when some were they were they in touch? Have they come? Have they seen you? Yeah, many people have come down. It's been a bit of a revolving door at my place. I feel like I'm running a hotel service at, as as well as <laughs> it's a, like as well as doing a Broadway ben show. Benjamin's <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah, Air Ben and B really. Right. <laughs> and, uh, right. Um, so yeah, many many of my friends have come to to see the show and explore the city with me, and that's been really great. Oh, that's great. Mm. Now, wh- uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Are there were there any not so. There's nobody growing up that was like, ah, Ben, you should really go. No one ever said, yeah, you should work in construction. Um, it was just Ben's maybe bubble. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, an oblivious bubble. And if it if it was said, I was oblivious to it and just sort of blocked it out of my head. Um, I'm sure it was said at some point. I can't really. Right. I mean, because you're but you're also in a. You were from like kindergarten on. You were going to a school where everyone just said, yes, it's possible. Yes, go. I mean that's an amazing just it is an amazing thing <laughs> to really. think of it. That's so it's really it's so beautiful. Like <laughs> you're in Canada where everyone ha- everyone's healthcare is covered and now you're in 
uh, a performing arts high school. So everyone's dreams are covered. Like just, mm-hmm. just do it. Just. Do, it's, I mean, it, it doesn't come without its struggle, but for the most part, speaking now, I can only see the beauty in it. Yeah. Well, wh- stru- so was there struggle? Was were there bullies in a theater high school? Like, was anyone like? No one's throwing you down the stairs with like, oh, I could sing that better. I mean, what kind? Was there bullying? Was there some sort of pecking order? I mean, there I must don't have know. been. I'm sure there was, but. But you, you were know. still in your little Ben bubble. Sure, yeah, the Ben bubble. Yeah. No one was mean to you ever. The Everyone just hugged all day long. Was the time to make your mind up about someone is never. So <laughs> I don't know. There's, they were out there, but you know, they probably had a reason for it or. No, they weren't out there actually, and there was no bullies at my school. It was a beautiful place. Oh my god! Yeah, it's amazing. You understand? There's people, you know, like I know. I probably shootings every day. Well, we're in America. There's shootings everywhere, whether it's at school or whatever. well, maybe we, you can, they can learn something from Canada. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds sort of lofty or toffee or whatever you want to call it. It's, it sounds fantasy. Like it sounds uh, like utopian. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and sure. the unicorns would come and deliver the maple syrup. Which <laughs> <laughs> just sounds amazing. Hmm. Well, Ben, I am so thankful that you came in today. Thanks. Uh, for more information on Benjamin Wheelwright, you can go to WTY Podcast. That's WTYPod.com. WTYPOD.com. Uh, and there'll be links for, uh, for the show and for other clips and information about us. Uh, Ben, thank you so much again. Any shout outs, any thank yous to anyone out there, mom? Thanks to everyone who's coming to support the show. Wednesday evening, Saturday matinees. Come check it out. Okay, great. Thanks so much, Ben. (laughs) Thanks. It's a comedy journey. 